You are listening to the RTE Today podcast, featuring some of our best bits from the show on RTE One weekdays at 3.30. You're very welcome back. Our next guest swapped working in a hospital lab for a career that has taken him from the Arctic to Antarctica. His name is Jim Wilson. He's an ornithologist and he joins us now. And I know Jim for God <laughs> yes. knows how many years. And I knew oh. you when you were a medical laboratory technician. That's right. And then you dropped it all, left it behind you and you went out. Yeah. Became a wildlife tour guide and a yeah. kind of professional naturalist, if you like. That's right. You must have seen tons of stuff along the way. Oh, my God. I've been, I've been so lucky, so lucky. Managed to go from... I've been to the North Pole, uh, the Arctic, down to the Antarctic, uh, pretty much everywhere in between, in the Atlantic corridor, as I call it. I haven't been Pacific-wide too much. But, uh, yeah, really privileged. You know, polar bears, wow. uh, penguins, killer whales, blue whales... That's a All cracking picture of, of a yeah. polar bear there. Did you take that picture? Yeah, that's my shot. Oh, wow, yeah, that's, that's an amazing image. It looks like you're pretty close because they're supposed to be notoriously vicious, aren't they? Uh, well, it's no, protected I mean, when they're, they're young and all that they're, well. they're vicious if, if they're hungry and you're, yeah. you're close to them. But no, this, 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 this polar bear had actually killed this narwhal. You can see the, the, the yes. tusk, which is where you get the unicorn fable from. And, and it was munching away. It must have killed it very, very... Uh, soon uh, before we arrived and this was up in the north of Svalbard nearly 80 degrees north up in the northeast of Svalbard you know north pole next stop and uh, we were very lucky to get to get close to it it was it was fantastic it was we're we're not going to look at things that are so gory now when I talk about our our garden birds because you were the chairman of Birdwatch Ireland and you launched of course the garden bird survey back in the 90s which is 37 years on the go now I mean that is some achievement and it's wonderful I was saying to Derek earlier on you know the reality is it doesn't matter what age you are and how mobile or immobile you are you can still partake in this because you can just look out the Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. This time of year, though, it's really important to feed the birds, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we just had the really cold snap and a lot of birds wouldn't have survived that. And some got through it because plenty of us out there were actually feeding them, Mm -hmm. which was fantastic. And, uh, you know, whether it was on your balcony or on your your, your little windowsill or your your big garden, uh, we all helped in many ways. But now that the cold snap is over doesn't mean that you actually stop uh, you know, looking That's after them. Yeah. You've got to keep yeah. feeding them. Really. You do. And, and also, you know, gales, wind, like we've just had since then, they, they can be equally tough for the birds. So the main thing is keep putting out some food. Don't put out too much. Yeah. And you must treat it like you would uh, your pet uh, in that there's hygiene, because if you put out lots of food and it gets soggy and wet and then it starts rotting and going mouldy and you don't want to well, be... Well, you might have be drawing know. other things into your garden. Exactly, you yeah. So you need to yeah. clean it out pretty regularly. Yeah. Uh, like, we use peanut feeders a lot, which yeah. is a nice I, one I have to start those sewage balls at the moment. And yeah. actually, let's, we're talking about garden birds. We're talking about yeah. robins and the all robin, that. The robin, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. Can they get, though? Because, you know, I have the little things, like, say, these peanut balls. Yeah. They can get to those. Yeah, look at that. In. I mean, yeah. it's most unusual... To see robins on a peanut feeder, it's only in recent decades that they've copped on to this food source. They're normally on the ground. Yeah, they're they like to be on the ground, but they've copped on that, hey, I'm not going to wait for the crumbs to fall, because that's what a lot of them do, the chaffinch in that. They stay on the ground and wait for bits to fall. So now it's on the feeder. And Mark, can I just say, Jim is a very modest man. That's his image. I mean, he's got a camera trained on his bird feeder, but those images are beautiful because you've been capturing lots of birds coming into the garden for us. So we saw, there's that robin again. 
in. Yeah, look. And you can look at the beautiful colours on the yeah. back. I know. I look at the way you've got the background all blurred. You're a real pro here. <laughs> yeah. And that's just really outside the kitchen window. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for anybody wanting to do that sort of thing. And it's lovely to put those feeders on because I have the suet ones and I see now those little blue tits. They come and they love yeah. those, you know, those suet balls. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get, and they, they like them. They You've got to be them. careful with the suet balls because as, as the winter sort of, yeah. leaves us behind and, and we, we head off into the spring and summer, uh, if it gets warm, they, they start to... Yeah, but can you move them on then to the seed ones? I yes, that's what you do then, yeah. yeah but can we take it, a look at these lovely little blue tits with yeah, the sparrow, you do it there, uh, oh, coming in. Look And you can see they're always on the lookout. They, they're feeding, but they're always looking out. Look, every now, and, now, and now the house sparrows, which we've Behind also it, got, yeah. uh, and then it's eyeing up the feeder, and uh, I'm sure it'll come in now in a minute. And they, what's, what's hilarious is if there's no eye contact, they, the bird thinks it's on its own. So it's like a game of hide-and-seek. Look, the blue tit is trying to stay out of... Oh, but no, <laughs> once, once the sparrow saw it... It was gone. The sparrow is bigger. <laughs> There's is that, that too. Is that how it works? Because I've seen yeah. a lot of that as well because I watch it because I just love birds. Yeah. Yeah. And you see the dominant birds coming into yeah. the garden, pushing yeah. others. And also we talk a lot, we've talked a lot yeah. uh, with Derek over the years about the robin. They're a bit pushy, aren't they? They can be, yes. Yeah, I mean, the robin is one of the most aggressive, fearsome birds in your garden, believe mm. it or not. And I always thing. chuckle to myself every Christmas when, <laughs> when it's on every mantelpiece <laughs> and every yeah. postcard, uh, this lovely little cute thing. But it's actually, yeah. it's, it's a tough nut. It's a tough, uh, very it's territorial. A tough very yeah. territorial. But the, the birds will also be feeding on the berries in the garden. Yeah, the garden is very important, not just for the, boot, the food you put out, yeah. but yeah. also what you've planted. And we have a lovely ivy hedge okay. because the thing about ivy is this time of year, you've got berries, fresh berries, when all the other ones, the berries started in the autumn. So we've got a blackbird. Here's one that, that I got just outside. Uh, literally, that's in the garden as well. And that's a male blackbird. And it's eating away mad at the... Uh, at the and here now, I think it's a female comes in. Oh, Putting out yeah. water is important yeah. all through the year. Oh, especially during waters. the cold. Yeah, all through the year they will come for a drink, but they will also come to wash because they have to keep their feathers in top condition. And you may notice that this blackbird isn't black. It's brown. Well, that's the and female, the reason it's it? brown because it's the female. Yeah. On care shock. Yeah. yeah. On care shock, yeah. 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 We should hear just a little bit of music from... Is it, do we have a thrush sound here? Oh, yeah. Thrush because, singing? you know, I just think of the beauty of actually feeding birds and getting birds into your garden and having the right kind of treats is listening yeah. Yeah. to the glorious music. Yeah. I mean, this is one of my favourite singers of, all, of them all, really. And this one, if we watch it closely, it looks like it's coughing up yes. things. Well, it's been on the ivy as well. And ivy berries have a big pip in the centre, a big seed. It's like us eating and, grapes. And what it's doing is it doesn't have hands to separate out the flesh from the seed, so it swallows the lot. And then in its gizzard, which is like a real squeeze-tight muscular system, it squishes it up. And it coughs up the pip and swallows the flesh. Well, it's fantastic. The, the images are beautiful. Thank you very much indeed. So and Jim, much, Jim will be very much uh, a leading part of the Great Big Garden Bird Watch, which has yes. taken place on the 5th of February, Monday That's 5th right. of February, on RT Radio 1 from 3 o'clock. And they're just some of the birds you might see in your garden. And we want you, the viewers, and the Radio 1 listeners, to get in contact with us on that day and let us know all the details on rte.ie forward slash... Mooney goes wild. Jim, it was superb. Thank you very much Great. indeed. My pleasure. Thanks, Jim. We'll also put it on our website as well, Derek, and yeah. at RT today on our social media. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in to the Today Show every weekday on RTE1 from 3.30. Or if you missed the show, you can watch it back on the RTE player. Visit rte.ie forward slash player. Stay tuned.